This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Welcome to the Afterbloods After Show Blacklist, Season 3, Episode 19, Cape May. Red ponders life without Lizzie, as we all do. Let's talk about it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Money don't matter tonight. Hey. Money don't matter tonight. It sure didn't matter yesterday. Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Had to throw in a little prince. There, RIP to uh, Prince Rogers Nelson. Uh, I'll move to my right. Oh, there I am. Hi, guys. Uh, RIP to Prince Rogers Nelson. Had to bring that. Uh, one of my favorite songs from Diamonds and Pearls, Money Don't Matter Tonight. I'm like a DJ. One of my favorite songs from the 92 LP. <laughs> right? Diamonds and Pearls. Anyway. Uh, up slow jams. But slow Money jams Don't Matter Tonight. I thought this was appropriate because Red is doesn't give a crap about nah, what's going on with money. He's money on fire. He's lighting on fire. He's throwing it everywhere. He's 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 getting his affairs in order. He's taking an extended leave. So Money Don't guys, Matter Tonight to Red either. If you guys thought it was easy for us to find a print song for this, <laughs> you're mistaken. <laughs> My man Braswell had to dig deep. I had to dig deep to 1992. Uh, 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 B-side of a cut. That's an excellent song, this Prince. God damn it. Excuse me. Anyway, uh, very sad, but also, uh, it's a horrible segue, but Prince is the, isn't the only death we have to talk about today. He's the only real one. She ain't dead. Okay. Liz, I wasn't here last week. You week. weren't here you last were right week. Was I in an opium, oh, uh, opium <laughs> induced opium fever dead. dream? No, listen, that's, did, you, Liz, did Lizzie Keene die last you week? You may have been. That has nothing to do with what happened. Okay. <laughs> Whether or not you, you were tripping out sideways with the pipe, that's yeah. your business. I don't have any judgment in my heart. Sure. But Liz, Liz, Lizzie looked like she died last week. She's pretty. I thought she get zipped up. She got zipped up in the bag. And I just want to touch guys. I was listening to you guys last week, and you guys were very funny. Uh, <laughs> we talked but, about it. If you, you get zipped in a bag, either you're dead or you're having like a really bad day. Really well, bad we day. talk about the rule in in all of sort of TV and, and drama when you, you know, it's only, they do that move a lot, even on Game of Thrones. When you don't see the body, you're not even dead. Even in Star Wars, spoiler alert, when when someone, you know, gets gets it and falls down the thing, there's no body. Hey, maybe he comes back somehow. Maybe he's done to something. Anyway, the point is, is that we saw it. That's just, that's, right, yeah, you know, that's good. after Kylo does his thing, he falls down. He yeah, grabs, yeah, on grabs on. I'm still alive. Anyway. He didn't have to announce it, but he did. That's my dream. That's true. Everybody's dream. Anyway, so my, my point is that we saw Lizzie 
die. We yeah. saw her get zipped in the bag. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories online and thoughts. And you got to offer some theories of your own. We but, did. But clearly, and Red, uh, uh, James Bader was on, and, uh, and he did an interview with EW talking about, look, Lizzie, as far as Red's concerned, that's it. Lizzie's exactly. dead. Yep. Like, so he doesn't. He's not in on it. There is no like, I'm going to protect her by killing her. He's not in on it. Clearly, my, my my man, the doctor, ain't in on it. He tried to save her life. I feel like if the doctor's not in on it, how does she, you know, fake her own death with the doctor? Doctor's in on it. Gotta be, dude. He, if if the theory tears. is true, then the doctor has to be. In has on to it. be. Has to be in a And, no and he, yes. the most dangerous thing that's ever happened to him is sitting in front of Red, explaining this at the beginning of this episode. That's when I spill it. He's not dead, <laughs> right? He gives me that look. For that. You got five more seconds. That this, look. Fuck it. I made it up. Yeah, I made it up. This is my point. Like, if, if he's ever gonna spill it, it's gonna that be was dead. it. He's gonna he's gonna go. Like, he's not dead. The only person capable of setting this whole thing up. Is Mr. Kaplan? That's what we said last and, week. And there's yeah. no person who can orchestrate this whole thing, but it would it would it would involve it would have to involve the doctor. Has to involve the doctor. Doctor Nick yeah. for sure. Dr. Dembe Nick. most likely. And we don't know. I mean, like, who knows if Tom's in it or not? Because Tom is pretty broken up, but he's but we didn't see him that broken up. So maybe he, he wasn't knows. that broken up. No. He didn't seem all that screwed no. up. He's like guy who lost a, lost a wife on her, on on his yeah. wedding day. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So mm. who knows? But I hate to say this. I'm just gonna say it. I hope she's dead. <laughs> You're not the first. You won't be the last. Nope, Did nope, my friend. You will not be the last. <laughs> okay. I listen. Uh, you know, R.I.P. to Lizzie Keen and Megan Boone. You're lovely, and you, you get a great run on 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 on, uh, on Blacklist. If this is in fact the end, we appreciate it's everything you've done in in building this character in the last uh, thir- sixty six episodes or whatever we are up to four hundred thirty three. But <laughs> it, it feels like four hundred thirty three. <laughs> Uh, so I appreciate everything you've done and all that good stuff. But what I will say is that this I've been we've been all banging this drum forever. I would love to see this show. It seems the show seems a little handcuffed, not only by uh, Megan Boone, well, not only by Lizzie Keene and that relationship, but like the construct of the show being sitting around this mystery of what Red isn't or isn't to Lizzie Keene and what's going to happen and what happened with the mom and the thing and the burns and where we get to the bottom and the cabal. It just got so bloated and season after season having to try to figure out what to do, what new twist. I'm like, enough already. Well, you know, the beautiful thing about this, even if she comes back, even if she's alive, which I, I, I would bet a lot of money on... I, I would bet thousands of dollars that she's coming back. Don't ever take me up thousands. on it because I'm not going to sign anything. But I would bet money that she's coming back. So, but even if she does, the, what the writers on the show have done, and we've we, we've had our issues with them in the past, and not, not that not that anybody gives a shit that we have issues with anybody. But even if she does come back, they've broken it. They've broken the they've broken the episodic nature of this. They've broken the serialized nature of this. And and this this episode clearly proved we can do way out there completely different shit yeah. that has nothing to do with the with with the serialized episodic that we've been doing. And and we have broken the 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 Lizzie Red mold. Yeah. So even if she does come back, it's going to be in a lightened capacity. Sure. It's going to be. It's not going to be you and me versus the world. It's going to be... Now, we're going to establish that maybe she's not Red's daughter. Maybe the connection's broken a little bit. Maybe Red finds something else to attach himself to. And 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 we. I, I think it's going to be a much more dynamic show when they come back. I agree. When I she will, comes back. I want to hear from you, but I will say, I, I, if she does come back, I vote for the uh, the ER series finale, Juliana Margulies and George Clooney version, where like... <laughs> Like you know, where it's Clo- like the last scene the of the last, last episode the last of all episode, time. And it's like Clooney, you were there all along. Here I am. Roll credits. Don't even have to say a word. Lizzie, here's my baby. I was alive the whole time. Credits. 
Like I'm that's I'm I'm, I'm voting for that one. Okay. That's anyway, it. Okay, uh, I'll buy get, that. I'm totally into that. Episode. I want to get in this episode about first we'll say hi to our folks in the chat room. Um, a lot of folks are they're, they're listening. Uh, the skeptical African, my man. Uh, no you're welcome for Prince. Ethan, nice to see you. Let me get my my, my ninth out so I can butcher this name. Naj Naji <laughs> Naji Padagou from Paris, France. That's not even close, it doesn't even sound like French. For them, Not even vaguely like French. Uh, but hello to you, Nikki, the, the usual Nikki's, and be well, I'm the boss, and Daniel, and Ethan, and all the rest of you folks. Great to have you. Ashley, thank you for joining us. Hello, hello, hello. Let's get to, let's get into this. So this episode was great. I loved it. This is what I think this is what they call a bottle episode, you know, in, 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 the, in the TV business, because it's again, like you said, it broke out of the serialized thing, kind of was its own self-contained thing. Although I feel like it was chock full of information. Yes. And I'm not embarrassed to say, I don't know what the fuck was going on in this episode. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed to say. However, I do know, and I haven't done, I haven't rewatched or watched with the captions or done that stuff or take copious notes on this thing. But I do know there's a lot of information that we're going to find out later. I did predict to myself that uh, maybe this is some sort of you know opium den. I think it's going to wake up in the opium den, in the opium den, like this that the whole episode took place in the opium den, like a Twilight Zone episode. But um, yeah, I mean, this is clearly some fever dream, and there was a lot of information disseminated throughout this adventure he had. Uh, I want to get into it and unpack it, but I loved it. What did you think, Julia? I, I mean, I freaking flipped for this episode. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. you both were saying, I do love the departure from the, you know, the procedural aspect in favor of a spotlight on Spader because yeah. no one can carry an episode like James freaking Spader. That's, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. In case you guys forgot, this is James freaking Spader. He's like, you know, he's every... like, no Megan room, no problem. I nope. got this. No post office. No, wrestler, you take the day off too. Aram, I got this. I'm James Spader. To see him wandering and lost within his own psyche was so dense and so beautiful to Love watch. It. And speaking of dense, this episode, like all I have written down are just quotes because I felt like every single quote right. was extremely yes. important and extremely layered. You did. Well, they, I don't really have like notes on the quotes. It's right. just like, oh God, let me write that down. Oh God, what's that gonna mean? What is right. that what does exactly. that inform later? So that's I, I can't really piece it together yet. Yeah. But I'm into it. I don't know what it means, but I'm drawn to it, well, and I'm just like well, soaking in we it. Can, we can have a lot of fun, kind of going through these quotes and trying to and trying to decipher what we think this means, and it's in, in a macro sense, and actually each, each of these quotes as well. But before we do that, Joe, what did you think? Uh, I, I said earlier, I, I think this is, this is awesome departure. Totally cool. Totally brilliant, and uh, completely unexpected. I don't know about you guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. I expected a totally typical procedural wrap up uh. following someone has died, right? Where we we go through and everybody's all screwed up, and then we go through the funeral. And there's taps, and there's the 21 guns. I, that was my expectation. Which, which is happening? I've seen. I've seen I'm some sure it's happening. Well, I've yeah. seen some stills on Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. This is what funeral, I thought today so. was going to be. Right. But the, the writers gave themselves, the show gave itself so much room here, and they took full advantage of Red. Like they started in the opium den, opium den, which I don't even know there's opium dens anymore. Who knew? Well, uh, so any Joe restaurant that has on. a false wall in New York, they all have them. Apparently, no, I, I'm such a such a rube. And <laughs> I love one of the things I love about Red as a character is that he's a character with no rules. Right. Like there's no there's no he has his moral code. It is his moral code. It doesn't matter what anybody else feels about it. it doesn't matter what the actual laws are. And I love that they take that and go. You know what? Where do we start him? Well, we start him in a freaking opium den. Right. And the old lady comes in and says, "Too much time. You got to go. You got to go. Even if it's Friday. Yeah. Get the get the fuss out. You're yeah. done. You're cooked." And and no rules, no rules read. And then, do you want to take the gun? No, I don't take the gun. Right. I'm moving on. Yeah. I, I stumbles outside, and he's got that weight. 
He's got that weight of loss yeah. and heartache, and he's completely careless. He's been this careful, careful guy for how many years? Sure. And he stumbles out in the streets, almost gets hit by a cab. It, it is it is a continuation of what we saw in that collapse. Yes. Collapse, mm-hmm. Which was a, oh. a heart-wrenching scene. It's the continuation oh. of that same guy. And frankly, and just one more thing to touch on the opium, Dan, is that, you know, I mean, the, the Nick, you know, Dr. Thackeray, for those of you watching, yes. a lot of time in the opium den, but it, like that, that's set in the in 19, you know, 19 or something. So this is great. But this is exactly where I think Red, the type, the type of vice I would expect Red to have. Yeah. Red's not going to go course. and go on a cocaine bender. He's not going to slam a bunch of Molly. He's no. not going to drink a bunch of scotch, maybe. You know, he's not going to, you know, do a bunch of heroin. He's going to take it all the way back to the turn of the century. <laughs> And find an opium den. He's a classic guy. And spend a week in an opium den just to get it, just to work the shit out. Well, I mean, that, that's <laughs> legit, though. That's I mean, the, the reason that the, that the pipe goes sideways and you put your head on the thing is because once you smoke it, you are in your own little freaking universe. Yeah. And that that's that's. You sound like a man who's been in a few dens. I have not been in an opium den. That okay. that's, that's too deep for me, man. I don't All have right. that. Ki- I don't have that kind of time. I got kids. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Yeah. Daddy loves you. <laughs> one quick dip into the old den. I'll be, I'll, I'll be back. Daddy loves you. Daddy's got to go trip for a while. <laughs> you work out the school. Right. You work out this. Pick yourself. You walk home from school today. Right? Baby, do your homework. Daddy yes. loves you. I'll be in the dig. Yeah, so uh, that's but that's a commitment, man. That's, that's some deep water. That's some well. deep water. Uh, so listen, so we that, that happened. I, I agree. Like we have this, we have the start of this episode. And he's he he says he needs to go to a very mysterious place called Cape May, New Jersey, right? And so mm-hmm. he, he heads out to Cape May. It sounds and, mysterious, but if, if Cape May is real and you're from there, it's probably not mysterious. I, I just I, I feel like, and I get a chance to look up if Cape May is real. We're Los Angeles West Coast guys. What do we know? What do we, a whole uh, lot of nothing. We, we know there's a lot of capes in the East Coast. Yes. You know, <laughs> Northeast Northeast is full of capes. It's not our kind of beach. We not our kind of beach. We don't have any capes in the West Coast. No capes. So, uh, <laughs> Cape May is a city in New Jersey. All right. Uh, sitting in the south, uh, the southern tip of Cape May Peninsula in Cape May County, New Jersey, where there the is. Delaware Bay meets the oh. Atlantic Ocean. It's real. Okay. Three-star average, $180 a night for okay. hotels. Thank okay. you. Currently 76 degrees. Winds of the southwest okay. at 12 miles an hour. 51% humidity. Enjoy right. your time in Cape May. Thanks, Travelog. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Travelog flip out. It's like Anthony Bourdain over here. Hey, welcome so. to Cape May. We're going. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he goes to Cape May. Yeah, it, it, it seems beautiful. It seems like it's a typical Northeast type of place. You know, it's in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big resort there. He's he's uh, you know immediately something's not right. It's something that it, it really does. It feels like the shining That's meets exactly chef. What I it's the shining exactly meets, meets the, the sixth thing. sense. Meets yep. the sixth sense meets Inception meets Steph from Pretty in Pink. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best movie ever. That's the best movie ever. Well, it's the best hour we've had ever on the blacklist. Pop, pop the pink collar. Whenever you kids are ready to go oh, upstairs. Oh, I'm James Bader. Anyway, so, um, yeah, and, and, it's, and, 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 and things start happening. It starts with a diner. You know, what, what, let me ask you, when, when was the first clue you guys got that something was off? Time jump. That there was a payphone in the diner. Yes. Good, good clue. Look, you're, you're on some Sixth Sense shit. Was uh-huh. everyone, was everyone uh-huh. right? Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, she's, she's, That's what she's I got a Scooby Doo. There's payphones right in Cape May. Oh, okay. it's New Jersey. What do you want? <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I didn't. I had no sense of the town yet, so sure. maybe it was a town that was sort of stuck in time. You Could know, be stuck they're, in they're time. out there. Um, so uh, the, I, that's when I first got my sense of something's going to be a different episode. But then when we got to the point where he and he's looking at the photos and he's looking at you know the, the lens the lens flare photo of, of of Lizzie and the mom and everything else. And but once he gets to uh, the the resort spot and there's a woman there and she's not there. Oh, the receptionist. The receptionist is there with a different kind of phone. She's not there. So can I ask the first? But that was later. 
Yeah. I thought that was, was it? Was that? No, that was that was after that was after wasn't that, that was after, after he, he saved her? It was after oh, after he saved her. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, I could I'm, I'm, I'm time jumping out. So he goes out there and he sees uh, this woman, you know, heading towards the beach mysteriously. The woman that he had just seen at the diner escape the exactly. The but dude. that's the time jump. Like at the time at the time at the diner, he's watching what's happening. Something's going on. It's red, and then there's a time jump. We go right to the the resort, and he doesn't resolve the problem, which is very unread. That's what. Yeah. Well, when he sees her, this is, you know, suspiciously like how the story he told Lizzie, is this correct, about how, uh, 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 is this how Lizzie's mom died? Yeah, she walked into the ocean. Yeah, so this is, so this is, this is the same thing, so we're seeing that, so immediately we're like, okay, well, this is, did you get that immediately? Yeah. Did you have to think about that? Well, I, I got it, but then I wasn't sure what time we were in, I wasn't sure what we were doing with this episode yet. Right. So I was like... Walking into the ocean, just like Catter. Is this a thing people do? Is this like a is this <laughs> right. a normal? Seems like a way terrible to way to kill suicide? yourself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like that, that, not, not the most efficient way to commit no. suicide, by the way. You're just gonna do the whole like waves or you know, stand back. You know, up they just did the, it you know. a couple of seasons ago on Shameless too. Yeah, and I was like, we do this. This right. works. Yes. All right. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, drowning is drowning. Just seems like a, a really difficult choice to make. I mean, Ophelia did it. She was batshit crazy. Yeah. She was, and it's Hamlet's fault. It is, well, it's all Hamlet's so, fault. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, he, he, he saves her. Nerds! And, and uh, you know, gets Such her in. Such theater and, nerds. Yes. Oh, my God. Nerds. Oh, Polonius. Oh, Polonius. Uh, Behind the curtain. Stab, stab. stab. Cur- stab, stab. We got, we got 20 minutes. Sorry. 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 <laughs> no. Sorry. So uh, he saves her. He gets back to He gets back Larry to Larry just comes back pissed. I mean, I'm just saying if you haven't seen the show. It's all right. Yeah. He's right. my favorite uh, Larry Tease. He comes back red. Mini Hamlet, really. With, 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 uh, with, with uh, you know, old girl. Yep. And uh, he gets back to the place, and he does see this. So this is where I start to think, like, something's not quite right. This is where you pick up on the Sixth Sense yeah, situation. Yeah, like, okay, where are we? And then that's when I immediately do my, like, oh, he's, he's back in the opium den the whole time. This is some mm. sort of weird dream. So what are we going to, that's when I start paying attention. Well, what are we going to learn from this? What are, we, what are we here to learn? And then um, they have uh, a very, I, re- I assume a very revealing conversation and say a lot of stuff, mm. Red and this woman. But I didn't understand I'm, I'm, I don't. I think my problem during this episode is I'm trying to read into what's happening as opposed to taking everything at face value. But what? What did you? How did you read their first conversation? Well, the the second that he crawled into bed with her and put his arm around her and put his head against her head and said, "Tell me, you know, talk to me." I was yeah. like, "Oh wait, this isn't just some stranger, right?" You know, I, like I said, I was grappling back and forth. This is Katarina's. This is in his head. Like, what exactly is happening here? Right. And then we saw the receptionist with the different kind of phone. Sure. Um, from a different era yep. um so the second he crawled into bed with her and you know i love that they never they never made it obvious they always kept us just on teetering on the edge of wondering sure. really what was happening and right. if she was real or if this is a flashback what it is yeah. but um that that was my biggest clue is when he you don't crawl into bed with a stranger it's not no. college anymore no <laughs> those days are gone <laughs> those days are long yeah. gone speak for yourself yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Frick went several colleges <laughs> Look out, Santa Monica City College. Braswell's en route. But then what they talk about, you know, it's not the way he died. It's not, it's, what did she say? It's not that he died. It's not the way that he died. It's the things I said to him right before he died. And I was like, right. okay, yes, it is, Katarina. There's a couple times yeah, I was like, it's just yes, 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 no, yes, yes. no. no. Okay. Yes, no. So the bit where she says, you know, uh, someone's trying to kill me, mm-hmm. um, this is obviously referring to the past and what's happened. Is this is this episode 
intended to to shine light on us the, uh, to, for the, to shine light on what the backstory is with Katarina and Red and subsequently Lizzie is this is this what we're supposed to like like because we never got any but answers. here's what they did there Here, is no answer oh, he, well here's what I think that they did that I, that I love about the episode instead of having a bunch of uh, uh, what you call it um, uh, exposition you know a bunch of basal exposition sitting there explaining it all to you they wanted you to feel it because if you can feel it if you've seen it and experienced it with him, Right then, you can then you can truly understand what it was he went through, and then you can truly understand how he could be connected to Lizzie without being her dad. And you can you could you could wrap your head around it. If you just say it, it's not enough. Even if you even if you have some flashbacks, it's not enough. And then you got to think about the, the clunky mechanism. Do we age red back? 30 years yeah. and mm-hmm. try and make young James Spader somehow happen? No. Do we, do we, how much would it cost to Terminator 3 or Terminator 5 or whatever the hell the last one was where they made Schwarzenegger young? Mm-hmm. How much would it cost to, is that even feasible? No. How do we do that? We can't do it. So, how, what's our next best thing to bring the audience into this relationship and get them to experience it so that they understand his level of love and investment and at the same time uh, not make it something that they can dismiss and walk away from? And and that's I think that's what this episode was, and they made well, it's, it's a great, such well, a, it's move. a great job. What it's a great move. job with that. It was risky. They're, they're also very risky, brilliant. but it's also able to sort of keep us uh, things keep us shrouded in mystery and uh, keep us guessing still, which is somewhat annoying. But I was okay with it. This I was time okay with it because it felt like I you know maybe maybe this will this will be this story is still going to propel propel the blacklist forward as we're getting maybe some of the answers, but not all the answers. We we still don't have the main answer whether or not Red is. The father. We still don't know exactly what what Katarina <laughs> and I, I Red's you, relationship is. We still don't really know. No, we don't. Fully. Know. Yeah, we don't. But and there was an intimacy that they had absolutely. together that was just and a comfort and like a, a, a big ups to Lottie Lottie Ver Lottie Verbeek. Lottie what? Verbeek. Oh my God, no, was no, she phenomenal? No, no relation. No relationship to to Jim to, the, the, to the beak to the to the beak to the beak. Yeah. What? Well, Oh my God! Great was she a killer? killer. Stunning, killer. unbelievable. Where was she? she three years. Anyway, she but, cast her be Lizzie Keene. She'd, she'd make a great Lizzie Keene. Yeah, uh, Lizzie Keene up. La la la. No offense. But oh my God, was that? Yeah. A, she was awesome and beautiful and, and, and just. And, and for, but forget oh. all about that. It's really the chemistry, fantastic. Yes, chemistry. yes. The, the, the them, right? instant comfort yeah. and the rapport that they had, exactly. And 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 their ability to communicate and talk and and the, the just. Just good old fashioned grown up ass acting. Yes. Like she's yeah. in, yes. she's in the the tub, and he's outside the room, and they're having this incredibly intimate discussion. Yep. And you're totally in. Yeah. And, you're and, completely in. And also, like we've talked about this before, when you get some guest get some guest stars in the blacklist, that it's fantastic to see. And I'm not I'm not I'm trying not to pour dirt on Lizzie Keene, but like it's fantastic to see James Spader in a scene with someone who can hold their own with James Spader because yeah. James Spader was bringing the heat. He was throwing he was throwing high heat, 100 miles an hour plus, and she was like crack. <laughs> like, no problem. Not a sweat. Really, really Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Whereas, whereas, you know, other other folks may have been like anyway crumbling, like, crumbling. Don't act the, at me. Yeah. Don't act at me. Stop acting at me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I can't handle the pressure. Don't I'm act at me. Throwing all those words. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that was really great to see. Uh, I want to talk about this. Uh, you know, one of my favorite tropes in action movies and in television movies, which is this sort of like we're alone in the house and the bad guys are coming. So we have, we've got to do one of two things: either do some badass super spy shit or do the home alone. Home alone it. Home, the home alone it slash you know? A team. Yeah, we're home gonna, gonna home alone it. it. All and I got we, is a propane tank, a nail gun, and four ounces of I crazy mean, glue. Let's do it. it. I, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the, the born ultimatum, uh, you know, the equalizer, over uh, and over again, over and over again. Uh, this, the gunman 
Sean Penn. I, I love that move where, like, there's 30 guys coming. It's just me and you. What do we do? I've got two bullets and a, and a stick right? of gum. Yep. Let's go, MacGyver. Let's do it. We got so, this. So I love that. And, and Loved it. Yeah. That, that was great to see because you get the idea that uh, there's some ingenuity on Red's part, but also this, this, this woman is very capable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not in the fucking around business. Right. And when she bashes dude's head in, yes. she bashes dude's head in. So, so she doesn't knock him down so that Red can get up and yeah. finish the job. Right. Oh, she no. doesn't need no Red. I'm going to put this dude's face through the back of his head. I'm going to use this here wash stand to do it. You stay where you are, sweetheart. I'll let you know when I'm done. What are some of the li- What was the line that she said where he said something and she's like, Red, don't be ridiculous about it. Raymond, don't oh, be ridiculous. Oh, I don't Raymond. even know your name. Yeah, I don't know your name. Don't be ridiculous. Raymond, don't Raymond. be ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, huh? Like, Okay, this ain't real, but it's right. bad That's what I. That yeah. was like the defining moment because yeah, like, up until uh, that time, you know, I was like you could maybe, eighty yeah. percent thinking yeah. this was Katarina, and then don't be ridiculous, Raymond but, was like, it is her. But you know, it, it also. But, go ahead. Hold please. Were we not led to believe that Katarina has blonde hair? Yes, we were led to believe that Katarina has blonde hair. And there's also another. There's also another red herring in here. No, no pin. No. IMDb. Yeah, the IMDb. Uh huh. If you list, uh, what's her name? The uh, Vanderbeek. What's her chick's name? Lottie Verbeek. Lottie Verbeek is listed as Sasha. Sasha Rostova. Sasha Rostova. Oh, what does that mean? Aunt. Who the F is Sasha Rostova? Auntie? Auntie, Auntie Sasha? Auntie. Auntie Sasha? Auntie. What? What? Did I, I miss know. that? So I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's just a weird, uh, just something that... Like maybe, a glitch? Maybe they were messing with us. Or maybe they maybe threw it out it was there Masha because... Or... I don't know. Who's Sasha, Masha, name it after it's your neat- beloved redheaded sister. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and let's be real. I mean, I got a redheaded wife who's blonde ninety five percent of the time. I mean, red blonde is not a big swing. I'm blonde. Right. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just red. Redheaded. Redheaded. Look, look a little red today. So actually blonde turned to red. So who knows with that? That is also confusing as heck because maybe this was Sasha who's red hair and and, and Masha has the the blonde hair and so whatever so we have that thing the question the main question I had is so that whole action sequence Home Alone action sequence that was really great was that supposed to represent what happened that night Kind of got that vibe, right? I was Where, wondering, like, did this story actually happen? Did, did it this go down attack like this? actually like happen? Did, I'm not sure. Yeah, and, and then those guys, I couldn't really tell those guys. Those they hit, looked contemporary. Yeah, they, those, look those hitters, they seemed like contemporary hitters and, as opposed to, like, guys from the 80s. But, but they looked like the contemporary B-team, though. They didn't come in. Right. And they could have cast those guys much harder. Sure. But they didn't. They, I think they made a, a conscientious choice that this was not going to be, like... They didn't send out uh, a bunch of Dembe's. Right. And, and they've cast a bunch of Dembe's before. They've, sure. they've cast a bunch of badasses, but right. these guys were kind of like middle, uh, mid-level looking guys. Didn't right. they look? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there, there, there was no, you know, I don't know. They, they, they look pretty modern, especially the black the, the black guy looked like very modern. Yeah. In there. Like he looked, so I don't know. Who knows? But that was interesting. So maybe that was represented at first. Like, is this really happening? And well, is it just him by himself? Maybe it's, and he thinks he's with her? Maybe within his psyche, it's sort of a merging of the two worlds, his current world maybe, and, yeah. and right. the world in which they fought Because he saw both, together. right? Because he yeah. saw that telephone. He saw the old school uh-huh. telephone right. with, with the girl and with the woman in the in the outfit. And then two, two seconds later, we saw the newer one, which was still a 90s version of it, with all the different, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it was a 90s version so of it. So maybe he's form. envisioning a modern enemy, but fighting in an old style, but the he way did. he would fight with, with Katarina. But I mean, but the propane tank was modern. It was a modern propane tank. It was like a blue rhino thing, um, I mean, if I remember right. I don't think they had a, what you call it on it. There wasn't like a, um, it didn't say blue rhino, but it looked like a, one of the modern propane mm-hmm. tanks you just sub out at right. the gas station. 
Um, uh, Fantasy Stats Guru says he thinks it was Red imagining Lizzie's daughter growing up. Which is, that's one. That's that's one theory. Uh, there. I mean, so huh. I. Uh, Agnes. Katarina says Agnes. Masha Spagnus. Oh, shout out. We got to give uh, a shout out to Christ, uh, Christina fifty seven forty seven. Yes. Spy baby Agnes. We have to call the baby Spagnus. 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 Yes. That's for you. Spagnus of God. Spagnus uh, of God. And there was one other thing that I forgot to mention here too. But uh, so there is a. Uh, so that all happened, and then after that, um, we he said we gotta clean this mess up. They presumably go to sleep. They wake up. He sees her going off to the ocean again. He runs out there to save her. She's gone, and this is we have the moment, you know, when he's like, "Well, what did you see? Where is she?" And dude's like, "Dude, I don't person saw you is up here is you." You're the In the only last living two soul. weeks, not the last twenty four hours, the last two weeks. And very specific, the only the living only soul living soul that leaves no stone unturned. So no one's been here but you, buddy. For two mm-hmm. weeks, dog. Yes. Two weeks you've been running around like a maniac. And when so then when he finds the the the, the necklace, the thing that's a that's, that's a little little convenient, by the way. Like <laughs> he just happened beep, 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 to find that. Well, you, we did see her the first time she walked in the ocean. Take like deliberately sure. take off her jacket and her necklace. Right. I thought so I over got time that, it would have fact, moved over. Yeah. Okay. But the fact that he found it there was is somewhat It was know, meant to be. Convenient. Okay, I'm, I'm not. It was well, see, meant to be. It's this, what brought him back to reality. And this is the question, right? Has he been tripping the whole time? Has there been a ghost? Has there been something in between? I don't know. Yeah. But if it's been, if, if it's been, he's been tripping the whole time. It is incredibly convenient. But poof, there we go. But if if there was a ghost involved, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Some yeah, shining nice. action right there. Um, I have no idea. So that so so, that, that, so, when, so I want to know. I, what, what are we supposed to? And then of course he says, "I've got someone to see." What's yeah, his last I don't get it. I don't know who's yeah. got to go see. Why is he telling uh, that guy? My guy doesn't care. Tell. Yeah, that guy's like, I just Turn made money mom. for. The, I've been out here with this goddamn metal yeah. detector for years. This is the first time I came up. So give me. So I want to know from you, Julie, because you got the notes. Just quotes. Just give me Not some notes. Quotes. Just give quotes. Some, give me some quotes. Hot quotes. Hot quotes. Give me some quotes, and then let's let's see what you got. There. All right. Let's see, what, um, let's, let's see if we can figure ever out spared you. someone who deserved to die, and that's when he talks about my heart, my life. I would get everything to be a part of that child's life, but that's when we it's revealed that Tom has kicked him out completely. Yes. Yep. So that's something that we need to that we need to touch on. Yeah. And to harm him would be to ta- to to harm him would be to harm her. Right. Yes. Speaking of Spagnus. Right. And so, Tom, Spagnus so Tom's out. You know, Tom, Tom, Tom's out setting up for a potential. I mean, there's that there's that there's talk of, and I think they're in development now. If it goes if it goes to series, the Blacklist spinoff mm-hmm. with Ryan with with uh, Ryan and Famka. So I don't know, and maybe Spagnus. You know, Maybe knows? Spagnus. Probably Spagnus. And Gina, Gina Sakatako's hottest stepmom in, t- in town. Well, I think if the, if the theory... <laughs> I still stand by it. She should be the hottest stepmom. She's step the mom. hottest stepmom. First of all, it's so disrespectful to, to call Zanatakos the stepmom already. Well, <laughs> what? She would be. That's what her deal would be. Who knows? She's got to get it together. He loves Lizzie. I'm just saying, if Lizzie's dead, he's Gina Sakatakos He's going to go back to the murder of Zanatakos with Spidey. Dude, baby. she's right there. She's hot. Okay, what about the whole suicide... Um, little speech he gave about the suicide bomber in Tel Aviv. Oh, and, and, yeah. and that all the has like Emmy crazy, written all over it. Come model. on. Oh, he grabs her. You're not going the story. I'm going to keep you here with the story. Yeah. I'm going to make you stay here with the story. That was the other clue that I said that this can't be real. Because they're like, the hitters are outside. They're coming with guns. Hold on. Let me tell you this five minute monologue. <laughs> okay, but the guys are coming. Ten years ago. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus. So I don't know. I thought like maybe this is not real. Well, go ahead. No, I just thought that was so poignant and so devastating and heartbreaking. 
Every suicide has that. That's Every his suicide point. Every is an suicide. act of terror against yeah. anyone you've ever known that's and ever loved you. And everyone's ever loved you. Yeah. And the closer Don't you are it. to the suicide bomber, oh, the, the more, more horrific the effect. So God. good. Man. So good. Damn, it's good. so good. Spader. Good, good. Spader good the shit out of that monologue. Yes, he did. But it really gave uh, a. a, a an idea of how her suicide devastated him. Devastated him, right? Like, Just tore his world apart. Like Tel Aviv Cafe devastation. Yes, and because of that, he chose the child. And what did he say? He, that he was making that choice. You know, his Hobson's choice to choose one or nothing, and he chose the child. And that he it was an arrogant choice. He or he became arrogant right. that he thought that if he nourished her, protected her, taught her. Uh, that she would be safe and happy, and no matter what he did, all he brought was what did he say? Misery, pain, and, and misery, and violence, danger. and yeah. then she, and violence, then she yeah. said, and death. Oof! God damn! Uh, anything else? One, one last one. Hmm, those are some of my faves. Those are great. Just, those are good know. ones, right? Um. Well, you know, one of the things well, about well, the episode. What did we learn? What did we I learn? am her, the last one that killed me was I am her mother and I am death to her. Oh, God uh, damn. Yeah. So so Lottie ver- ver- and that was her excuse for the suicide. So I am her mother, and I am death to her. Like, yeah. come on, rip and my heart out. Rip my heart out. That's, that's also very similar to what maybe Red is feeling about absolutely. The so there's some parallels there, and how he's feeling about Agnes, Spagnus. You know, like he's her whatever he is to yeah. her, but, but he loves death. her desperately, and all he to wants to be is to, to a part of her life, up. and he can't. Cannot. Yeah. And he can't kill Tom to get him out no. of the way because to kill Tom would Just be to, to kill her? her. Yeah. So maybe this was his sort of grappling with suicide. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Um, all right. Thank you. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll Thank you. Uh, Thirty seconds each or fifteen seconds each. Uh, what, what, what do we? What did you? What do we take from this episode? What do we take away? Well, like, like I said earlier, I think this was their their way of bringing us into to, to Red's brain, and I think they incredibly efficient about doing it. And, and what a wonderful use of of, uh, of what could have been a, a typical, and it will be, like you said, a typical funeral episode. We we didn't have that. This was uh, a wonderful way to experience his his life and experience what what this all was to him. I thought it was flipping perfect and it was one of those things my wife and I afterwards we looked at each other we're like was this a, was this a goddamn blacklist this was fantastic right and and like you said earlier I think at the beginning this gives us an idea of what the blacklist could be without this without this uh, this constant procedural that that it's kind of built itself into and it gives I think they've given themselves a ton of freedom I, I what the takeaway has got to be is this is what the depth of what red's emotion is emotional connection is to these women and uh, and and now we can kind of get an idea of how much this means to him, not in a mysterious way, not in a uh, uh, not in a out there kind of ethereal way, but in a, an actual visceral way. We've experienced it with him now. Got it. You have ten seconds now. Um, I'll, you know, he, pretty much everything he just said. <laughs> right. You know, he can go on for ten more seconds if Sorry. he wants. No, that's okay. It was such a risky move from the blacklist. I'm so proud of them for doing it, and the way that they executed it was just so stunning and and freaky and 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 just dreamlike yeah, and good. haunting. So good job, Spader. I love every second of you. Keep doing what you do, bro. This is one of the best. <laughs> this is one of the best written. Written episodes of the series, period. Of pure, pure writing, one of the best active episodes of the series. And it was a bottle episode. Uh, I think we got a lot of information, even if we didn't get anything. I thought it was great, a great way to restart and reboot the series. I do want to say, uh, folks online are in, in kind of a bit of an argument about, uh, you know, whether or not you know Katarina Rostova is Red's daughter or Lizzie's Red's daughter. Back and forth. Uh, Ashley Skinner, who I agree with, says, "How come everyone believes that this?" That it's that it, that <laughs> that it, they're father and daughter after the staff, crew, writers, actors that said no, they are not father and daughter. I agree, Ashley. Why do people still think that? Nobody Joe knows. Flippo. 
Nobody knows except for Spader. That's what Amir Harrison told us. That's true. Okay. Well, I, I need, I need but to... I still don't think he's a father. But I'm just saying. He is. He's not the, the only father. one who knows. Uh, uh, Michael Jones wants to know: Did Red go to keep to keep uh, with May? May to kill himself? That's, that's what, what I, Julia that's was, what just, I was saying. just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. That was the point she was making. Yeah, like, what if this point. whole thing was yeah. his way of dealing with the potential yeah, of walking into the ocean? Yeah, that, that was our fist bump moment. I'm saying, but that's just, I'm just echoing that. Miss um, Blonde, okay, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, really quick predictions. Can we, can we do predictions? Do we have time for that? Your yes. After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, uh, 10 seconds each show. I got nothing. I really okay. don't. I, this, this, uh, this whole thing threw me for a loop. Um, Julia. Um, well, I saw in the previews that, that that we see a glimpse of Fonka Jensen. So she, the the spinoff is happening, and okay. this is going to be the gateway to it. Um, if the theory is correct that Liz Lizzie is not dead, I don't know how she goes. If she is <laughs> not dead, um, maybe this whole thing was planned by Fonka Jensen. Maybe no. the whole thing with Solomon was a red herring to get her to get. Tom and Mr. Kaplan to capture right. her and get her out of the way. Still, I don't know. That's pretty don't know convoluted. Who hired, who hired Mr. Solomon and who hired uh, this Halliburton or well, Halanon or whatever the Halliburton? Halcyon? Halcyon. I don't know. Halcyon. I mean, really, yeah. the truth of the matter is I don't have a freaking prediction. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine <laughs> Thanks uh, for putting me on the spot. <laughs> I think. Um, I know. I, I, yeah. I, I think that Red's going to sort of like the, the, the new blacklist is is coming to see uh, who was after Liz and who's after Liz's baby, and, and then finding their way to those to those people to get inside this Hal and on situation. Mr. Solomon becomes the big bad. The post office and Red all work to find people who were trying to get Lizzie, who subsequently um, got her killed. I think that that's what this is heading. I hope. Well, maybe Fonka we'll Jensen's entire character was to get. Lizzie away from Red. Yeah, maybe because uh, yeah, cause maybe she, her she, job she, is to keep her safe. She can't be the big bad because she has her own series coming. So who knows? She can be. Or maybe she could be the big bad of the big bad of another series. Hmm? Who knows? All right, folks, uh, that's it for us. We've got to go. We're out of here. Uh, that was great. We love that. Um, thank you for joining us in the in the chat room, folks. We appreciate you guys all there. Uh, and please on iTunes, go check us out. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, we like fives, but if you do, it helps us others find us in our podcast. Uh, we appreciate all your loyalty. All, all wow, there's a whole bunch of you watching right now. We appreciate all that, guys. Uh, Cher, Marcella, Iris, uh, Sylvia, Michael, everyone. Uh, French person whose name I butchered. I appreciate all you guys for checking us out. Joe, where can people find you? Uh, on the Twitter's at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O. Uh, you. Me. Twitter and Instagram was my name, Julia Carely, J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Follow uh, me. Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Joe K. Braswell, Snapchat, JK Braz, Nadji Peregu. That's probably wrong too. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you coming in, and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.